Hello and welcome to the Wake Up and Live podcast with Chantelle Simone. I am so happy that you're here and you're here for a reason. This podcast was created to shift perspectives, shift our mindset so we can truly wake up and start to live life by design and on purpose. You will hear powerful messages and interviews all around purpose, identity, and truth. So be a blessing to others and share these messages. Subscribe and follow this podcast as well as comment so that we can keep these conversations going. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode. Hello and welcome, welcome guys. It is so awesome to have you here. It is Chantel Simone and we are starting an official series of the Wake Up and Live show, a special series called Faith Versus Fear. So if you're ready for this, then let's get started. I'm very excited to be here and I'm very excited to have you because of some of the great things that we're actually going to be able to do today. So I am, it is such an honor and a privilege to be able to bring this series to you. So we are going to follow a a different format today for those of you who've been accustomed to the Wake Up and Live show. So stay tuned, plugged in, and let's do this. Today's topic, faith versus fear. Why faith versus fear? There is a crazy state that is happening in this global world, in our global economy. Many people are living in one of two states. Either they're fostering and having and honing in on their faith, or they're fostering and honing in on their fear. Today, we are going to unpack that. We have a very special seven day series called Faith Versus Fear in order to be able to bring this message to you and to the masses. One of the main reasons why is because as you guys know, I'm Chantel Simone, I'm a mindologist. I have spent lots of time deep diving into the mind and what our mindset should be, what it looks like, how to program it, how to to deprogram it, and what the effects of our society is doing to our minds. As you know, if you've heard any of the teachings that I have had, you would know that I say, your focus determines your behavior and your behavior determines your results. So what are we focusing in on? Are we filling our buckets of faith or are we filling our buckets of fear? 
There are some real questions that I've been having with some colleagues, some partners, some friends across the globe on what is faith for people. I've, made, I've been making some posts and I would refer to some of the posts, that, the comments that I have on some of the posts that I have made in social media on faith versus fear. And many people, I would say 90% of the comments was like, fear all the, uh, excuse me, faith all the way. Yes, faith, faith. And I have a question to you because some people may not have the level of faith that you have. So faith in what exactly? What does that look like? How do you have faith? When you turn on CNN and they keep talking about the increasing number of cases that is out there that is spreading, when fear is literally being instilled us on a regular on a regular basis, how do we have this faith? And it's in what? These are some of the questions I want to unpack with me and you. Like I say, this is a we thing. We're in a global world right now, and we're all experiencing different varying levels of the coronavirus. So welcome to the series. And I just wanted to introduce to you that topic today because today's topic is, and we're really going to be focusing in on a high level of what faith is and what fear is so that we can truly unpack it together. So I'm going to explain to you this series. First, of course, I'll introduce today's topic, which I just gave you a preview to. Then what I will do is talk about what's in the media. There are many different clips. There is a 24-hour YouTube channel that is live with different reports on what's going on, on the, with the coronavirus on a global perspective. There are different perspectives that celebrities are talking about. Oprah's doing interviews of who has, you know, Tom Hanks and his recovery with his wife. There is a lot in the media. So we're going to have an in the media section to just discuss and unpack what some of these clips are saying and how it's affecting our minds, our thoughts, and our behaviors, as well as from people who say they have faith and faith in God, from from real ministers and, and believers of truth to be able to highlight some of these things for us today. I will also have special guests on this special seven day series where I will bring in perspectives because life is all about perspectives. So I'll bring in the perspective of people across, the Amer across America, across Canada, in different parts of the world. I'm talking to a friend from South Africa who's gonna join us soon, from the Caribbean, from, from Mexico. I wanna hear perspective on a global perspective from Mumbai, India, from Dubai, so that we can actually together unpack how do we foster faith and how do we run away from fear? Because nobody's going to raise their hand and say, I want more fear in my life. But the reality is, nobody, not many people realize how more fear is actually entered into our life at the same time. So this is what we're going to unpack today. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. We are so excited to have you here and to unpack today's conversation. Now, before we come off today's focus, there will be a time after I have our two special guests here today, they are waiting in the queue to talk to you. And these special guests are going to be able to share their perspective, but I want you to literally leverage this chat box. Because this chat box, what we're going to do is it's gonna allow us to communicate together. So I'll be able to bring 
comments on screen and really just be able to connect with you guys. So what, whenever you hear, whatever questions you have, make sure you type it in the chat box because we can see it streaming live here and I will be selecting a few to unpack together. So welcome, I'm excited, let's do this together. In our next segment, in, for in the media, what I want to do is actually share a view around faith and fear in general. Today, we're going to have a general conversation about it. And then throughout the week in the seven-day series, we're going to zero in on aspects of faith and aspects of fear. So I have a very, very special clip today from in the media from a gentleman who is not just any average human being, but he is a prophet of God. And many people, when you say, let's have faith, most people are going to say, let's have faith in God. So what does that mean? And what does that look like? And this gentleman, his name is Prophet Lovey. For those of you who know me and been following me over the past little while, you guys know that I'm a huge advocate of what this gentleman is saying. I have been observing him and with him and learning from him over the past few few months. And I have not to date met another human being that has such an incredible grasp and, and, and hold of the spiritual and physical world and what it actually means and how to practically apply this in our lives, what it actually means. He's a phenomenal teacher. So for today's In the Media segment, I want to share a clip with you. His name is Prophet Lovi. I highly encourage that you follow him as well on, on Instagram and social media. But let's share a clip of a teaching where he actually went into faith and fear. So totally such an amazing, amazing, amazing opportunity to hear from him. So let's stay tuned, plug in, and let's share, well, this section of In the Media. Is that they're the same thing? There's no difference. They both operate based on the knowledge you have. Fear becomes strong because you are fed it. Faith becomes strong because of what you're feeding it. That's good. They both operate. When you believe God, you empower your faith based on the information that you have. The information you have. Fear becomes strong because you are fed it. Your faith. The misinformation you have arms your fear. Faith becomes strong because of what you're feeding. Faith requires total belief in what God is saying. Fear requires total belief in what Satan is saying. When you believe God, they are both the same thing. Both of them need you to believe. Amen. You empower your faith based on the information that you have. Both of them need you to believe. The information you have. (laughs) I'll say that again. There is no difference between fear and faith. The misinformation you have. Because they're all functioning based on information. They both function based on information. Whatever information you have will either feed your faith. Or feed the fear. Fear requires total mm. belief in what Satan is. Fear requires you to believe that you'll be destroyed. Say. You'll be sick. Wow. You will not make it. 
you will perish, you will never succeed, you will never go anywhere. It requires you to what believe. What I'm going to do, guys, because I want to get to the the end. End. I'm going to see if I'm going to give it a second. It requires to you to believe in the report so of Satan. You are going because to die. I really you will want never you make to it. No door will open for you. This and this and that. To, to it really requires you to believe in that. Power of it. It is a Amen. very, very powerful clip. Faith and I want to make requires sure you to believe in what God says. You are above and not below. Amen. So, Everything you lay your hands we'll shall prosper. We'll Amen. A thousand may fall guests. on your side, ten thousand on your right side. Amen. Shall... We'll go to our special guests, Mr. Lester Bailey and Ms. Lise Coates, who is tuning in live and is on deck and on cue with us to be able to share their perspective on what faith and fear is in their areas. So please first help me welcome, as I bring on a dear friend, a business partner, a gentleman who is uh, very, very knowledgeable in the world of transforming your mind. He, he's a retired police officer of 30 years in the Chicago Police Department, as well as he was a official bodyguard for two US presidents. So you can actually imagine the things that he has gone through in his lifetime from being a police officer and, and, and staying so close to the leaders of the free nation. And now we are going to share, as he is living a wonderful life in beautiful, hot Arizona, Help me welcome Mr. Lester Bailey so he can share his perspective of the state of, an, of this nation regarding fear and faith. Welcome, Lester, to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you, Ms. Chantel Simone. Such an amazing person that you are. And you are a true master mindologist. I, I love being around Chantel because Chantel has been able to teach even an old dog, some new tricks, as the saying goes. She's actually <laughs> that person that believes in people. She trusts in people. And she's always with that handout assisting you and getting a better understanding of what life really is and how to live it on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose. And I really appreciate you having me in on your show. Thank you very much, Chantel. Awesome stuff. And thank you. I appreciate that. And absolutely 100%. So... Now, what I want to do, Lester, is I want to just get your perspective before we bring on our next guest. So as you know, we are speaking, we want to have different global perspectives of people who are talking about these two hot words, faith or fear. So first, I'm going to ask you, what's your stance? So during this economic crisis, we know that there is a widespread of the coronavirus. Even me, who, who I don't watch TV, I don't plug into all the... The, the news and all that, even I know so of what's going on. So everybody at this point globally knows what's going on. What is your take? What is feeding you on a daily basis? Would it be faith and faith in what? Or would it be fear and where does that fear come from? My, you know, global perspective is that I have the faith to believe in we this too shall pass too many times when people that are in social media they look at a situation and they like to blow it up as they see it in a moment it used to be a time when they used to be three little things that we called the measles the chicken pops you know chicken pox or the mumps or something like that 
And during that time in the late 40s and 50s, they didn't have a way to cure these things. But they didn't also have social media. So there was no way in the world that everybody would know what every other country was going through. And today's time, because of social media, everybody gets to put on a perspective of what they want to believe and what they're actually seeing. Because one person tells them it's bad, so the world starts believing that it's bad. And when you're feeding your fear, you tend to look at the things that are scaring you the most. If a simple thing called washing your hands will take care of something so simple that it kind of gives you an idea that it cannot be as bad as it is being faced. Here in Arizona, there's not as many cases as they are, of course, in New York or in California, where they shut down the states. And when you're shutting down the state, that tends to make everybody believe that it is the worst and there cannot be a better way of getting around this. But it, those of you all who basically tell you to walk by sight, you know, excuse me, walk by faith and not by sight, when you read that, you're saying, okay, I believe in God has me, but I need to see it in order for me to believe it. So I'm like, that's not making any sense. It's like faith and fear. You know, either you have faith or you have fear. You're going to live in one of the two worlds. If you're going to be led by your fear, you can't be led by your faith. They both are not in the same place. And I truly believe that you have to be there. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I love that because that's a very powerful point. A lot of people, I've been reading the comments of, of different posts that I've had on social media, and there was a few people that said, oh, we need a healthy mix of the two, a healthy mix of faith and fear. And what I love that you said is it's actually one or the other because they do not coexist. So you either are having that faith or you're either leaning on the fear. So I, I encourage people to think and evaluate which side are you leaning on. So I love that, Lester. That is so powerful. So before we, before we bring on our next guest so we can have a three-sided conversation of, and three perspectives here, what is the state of Arizona going through from your perspective? How is, compared to what you've seen or heard, how is Arizona handling this epidemic and what side are they leaning on? Would you say faith or fear? Right now, because it's not a pandemic, even though that we have cases here, they're so small, so people are still having faith. But of course, social media and network television are telling them the one thing. So at this present moment, everybody's not crazy. They're still moving around the state. It's not on a lockdown. As long as they don't put it on a lockdown, everybody is feeding their faith. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So we have Arizona check. We're, we're leaning on the faith. <laughs> awesome stuff. So my next guest that I'm going to bring on for us to have a, a three way conversation is a beautiful, wonderful female that I met when I was living in the wonderful Island of St. Martin. And she is also an empowerment coach. She's a highly professional trainer on the Island. And she really is all about being able to reveal the best in people. So help me welcome Miss Lise Coates to the conversation. Lise, how are you today? Oh, let me unmute you. How about that? <laughs> One second. Awesome. Go ahead, Lise. Welcome and 
How are you? Oh, wait. Muted again. One second. Awesome. Go ahead, Lise. I'm good. How are you, Chantal? How are you, Lester? I am fantastic in yourself. I'm doing good. And I am fabulous. Thank you. So, Lise, you're, you're tuning in live from the sunny, beautiful island of St. Martin. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, welcome. So why don't you just share a little bit about, so as you know, we're doing a series on faith versus fear. Why don't you share a little bit about, in, in general, on the island, from your perspective, what is the perspective that people are having? Are they really living in a state of faith or in a state of fear from your perspective? Uh, from my perspective, I would have to say that a lot of people are living in a state of fear. Um, very little faith. You see even um, the persons who are in, um, I would say, in different authorities and um, different high key, whole key positions on the island. Um, even persons who are Christians who are supposed to operate in a place of faith. Um, when you see the conversations that's been had and when you meet with them and all of those things, you see that they're operating in a place of fear. And um, I think it's because nobody really knows what's going to happen. A lot of people are not used to this kind of epidemic, so they kind of don't know how to respond to it. Instead of responding to the situation, they're kind of reacting to the situation. Um, so you find that a lot of people are operating in a place of fear at the moment, yes. Okay, well, you said something that's very powerful, actually, uh, around the whole situation of people, or they don't know how to respond. So if, if so, saying, so now we have two perspectives. We have Arizona, where Lester's saying, you know what, we're operating at a, at a, at a, at a place of faith. And we have mm -hmm. St. Martin, where Lisa's saying, okay, we're oper operating at a place of fear. So St. Martin, Elise, St. Martin, where does the fear come from? I think it comes from the unknown, you know, not really as a human being, um, not having that um, source to tap into to know that everything is going to be okay and that, you know, we're going to overcome this. Um, I, I also think that it, it comes from the top. If you have, you know, different authorities telling you that, um, you know, if you see that certain measures are not really being put in place the way it should be put in place, you don't feel secure, I think then you start to operate in that place of fear because you feel like if the people who are supposed to be in charge of, of the country are not necessarily doing things the way that you feel they should, or probably they took a very long time to put things in perspective, then you start to operate in that place of fear because you feel like, oh my God, you know, if this thing gets here, how are we going to manage it? How is it going to be dealt with? Do we even have the facilities to, to, to accommodate this disease and all of these things? Um, so the majority of persons will operate in that place. However, you still have people who are very faith-based, like myself. Um, you do have a lot of people who are faith-based who um, know that, you know, no matter what happens, we're going to be okay. We're going to overcome this. So you do have a few people who are faith-based and who are operating in that place. So really the faith is coming from the fear of the unknown is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, the, and the, the, the delay of doing something about it to bring people into a calm state. Yes, yes. 
So how many cases do you have, or do you have a just an approximate um, of the coronavirus on the island? Um, to be honest with you, I'm not really keeping track, but I do know that we have cases. Um, I think we have three cases on the front side, um, two to three cases on the dot side. I believe that we had um, uh, one to two confirmed cases. We have a few people who are self-quarantined. We have a few people who are in the hospital and being quarantined and monitored who are being tested. And I believe that their results mm -hmm. have come back in as yet. So we do have a few cases on, on both sides of the island. Um, so, you know, we're just looking at, um, you know, what's going to happen as the time, you know, as things unravel, how things are going to be progressed and how things are going to be managed. So. And, and before we get to Lester and hear his view on um, maybe how we can adopt some things that's happening in Arizona on, in the islands. Um, so then if, if the faith, if the fear is coming from the unknown, what do you think that can be done to increase the faith and to decrease the fear? Because like you said, even religious or, or Christian people who know God, because like I asked, you know, faith in one, generally it's faith in God for, for, for many. Uh, what is it that people need to shift and stop dropping the, the, you know, water in the bucket of fear and stop, start dropping water in the bucket of faith? What would help people make that shift from you, from your perspective? Um, from my perspective, I believe that, uh, I believe that a lot of people need to um, practice um, knowing that, you know, there is a, a greater source above who is going to take care of everything. Because I feel mm -hmm. like we can't depend on the government to do everything for us. I feel mm -hmm. like, you know, they do what they can. Um, and I believe that it's time for a lot of people to get back to that place of um, knowing who who is really in charge here. Um, you know, in times oh. like these, people, I, I, be, I honestly believe that God is calling us back to him, trying to get our attention to let us know this, this chaos is only going to make us stronger and better if we know who we are and whose we are. Um, and that's my honest belief. I don't believe that we should trust the government to, to, to safeguard our well-being. I tell a lot of my friends and people who I come into communication with that I feel that we need to take matters into our own hands and stay home and um, protect ourselves. Um, you know, even if they're telling you, okay, this restaurant is open, you can do this, you can do that. I think that you need to um, educate yourselves about the disease, about the sicknesses, and also know that um, at the end of the day, you have to start praying and, 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 and really supporting yourself to God, knowing that if you if you are in that place of, 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 you know, belief, you know, it's, I think it's a belief system, you know, where, is, where are we placing our belief? Are we placing our belief in people, in government, in authorities to take care of us? Or are we placing our belief in God? And to be honest with you, I, I, I feel much safer, you know, placing my belief in God because I know that he is the one who created all things. So he will, in fact, preserve us and take care of us and we will overcome this if we place our belief in the right places and know that it's going to get better, you know? Awesome. You know what? That's very good. So, so like I, we talked about earlier when we talked about faith versus fear, what are we having faith in? And so Lisa, you're saying 
stop allowing our faith to be in the system or with the news or whatever is out there, even exactly. our own flesh and blood, you know, to exactly. really lean in and have to back into God. So I think that's very powerful. And so now I want to unpack that a little bit. Let's switch to Lester from Arizona. Lester, where you say that, that you know, Arizona is, is more on the faith side. And so what is driving this faith for somebody who's watching right now and say, yes, I want to have faith. I want to have faith in God. I don't want to have faith in all the, the information. Well, what does that look like and how can we actually do that? It's interesting when you're looking at why the state has a lot more faith. And it's simply because there are a lot less people here who actually have the virus. That's why people are believing that they're in a safe place because everybody is not going through that thing at this present time. If you have all of a sudden an inflow, then people will change from their faith to their fear. And it's only because they're saying that there's not enough kids or this, that, and the other. But what it is is that they don't see enough proof for them to believe something else. And as long as they don't have the proof, they're going to believe in the faith. It's, you know, it's like a lot of the medicines that they want to give us. If you ever heard of somebody giving you a placebo, which means it's nothing more than a sugar pill. But right. all of a sudden, the world received this placebo, this magical pill. And they say that this magical pill is going to help the world. You would watch a major change come from the, the fear into that faith. They would actually start believing there, there has been something. We are going to be saved now. But as long as you keep feeding them something bad, they're going to believe the worst. So it sounds like it's actually pretty similar to St. Martin. It's just the fact that that there's not that many cases. So there's not that much fear. But the, the people are still relying on the information. It's just that it, it happens to be in Arizona. The information is not that devastating. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. it, you know, if the people don't plug in, they don't know. You know, as people who are like the ones who don't watch a lot of social media, you don't watch the news, you don't know what's around you. So that fear is not creeping up in you. But if you get enough people telling you the wrong thing and they're saying it with conviction, emotion, they start wanting to believe that it'll happen to them. It's like people who have never had a cold in their life and all of a sudden somebody says, how can you not have a cold? That's impossible. You can you can have a cold just walking down the street. You're going to get a cold. Watch, you're going to have that this year. And all of a sudden, you've never had a cold, and this thing creeps up on you because the way that you've been thinking all the time has been reconditioned. And once you get that reconditioning of your mind, you tend to do what? You believe it until it is proven differently. And that's one of the, the problems that most people have. They don't mind what somebody's telling them, but if they give them enough misinformation, enough lies, they're going to want to believe the lie until the truth comes up. And then all of a sudden, oh, I knew it all the time. <laughs> That's Got it. true. That's very true. true. Okay. So, so both of you, and I, and I know you both personally, so I know that you both have a very strong relationship with God. Um, and, and so there's, I find that there is a, a desire to want to shift to God during this time for many people across the globe. Mm. And, and there are some people like us, we know we have our, our relationship and we can just lean in more. 
I've asked people on social media, I said, okay, yes, given that coronavirus, it is what it is, but what, is, what has it allowed us to do? And I got a lot of different comments on this Facebook post, and I would say about 90% of the post was about, 90% of the comments was about people who got time to spend with God, who got time to, to pray more, who got time to be more grateful. So there's some people that really get that and know what that is like and can do it like that. Now there's another majority of people that don't really have that relationship with God and don't really know what that means and they want to, you know, there's nowhere else to turn. So what can you share from your perspective, Lise, with your relationship with God? We'll start with you, Lise. Uh, and, and to people who are like, yeah, I know there's something greater, but how do I have faith in that thing? Because I don't see it. I can't touch it. I hear about it. I've heard some mixed conversations. What can I do? So what would you share to people who are in that position? Well, I'm just going to give us... Um an experience that I had with someone I was traveling a few years ago to Canada and in the airport I met a guy reading the Bible which I normally do when I'm traveling and he says but basically we started speaking and he says to me you believe in God right you believe in God I said yes he said, how can you believe in something that you don't see and mm. has never and so never um, at that time approached what say, but within myself, spoke on my behalf, and and I started to speak, and I said to him, "Do you know that there is wind?" And he said, "Ah, I see it." He said, "No." I said, "Can you feel it?" He said, "Yes." I said, "It's the same thing." I said, "God created all things. God isn't. God is the wind. God isn't me." I said to him, I'm speaking to you and I'm, this is not even my words. Um, I said, the, God is in the mountains. God is in the sky. God is in everything. I said, and, and that is why you should know for yourself that there is God. And I told him, because God is all things. Because God created all things. And when I said that to him, he was like, wow, I've never heard anybody um, explain God in that manner. They always try to be so religious. And I said, okay, I said, but, you know, you need to start with the source, the fact that you didn't create your own self, the fact that not because you don't see something doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. You don't see the wind, but you feel it. You know that it's there. You can, it, it, it can cause damage. If you have a, a hurricane, man, the winds can cause real damage, but that doesn't mean that the wind doesn't exist. So I told him that it's the same philosophy. God is real. He is there. He's in all things. He is all things. And he created all things. So I and so my answer to your question is, um, if someone wants to tap back into God, they need to go back to who am I and, and know that I was created something greater than myself. And I need to tap back into that. I need to start reading my Bible. I need to start having that conversation because I feel like prayer is just you having a conversation with God, having this conversation saying, you know what, God, I've never had this relationship with you. I've never spoken to you before, but now in this time of, in this time of crisis, I want to have that relationship with you. You know, I, I know a lot of people who don't even own a Bible. You know, you, this is the time that you need to tap into your source 
because you cannot afford to to like I said um to one of the one of the people that uh, work with me. I said to her, "Can you imagine what a tragedy it would be if you die today without knowing the your source, without truly knowing your father?" Uh, you know, it's it's painful. I say, imagine your own biological parents when you don't know them, when you have never met your mom or your dad. Do you yeah. see people suffer and go through turmoil? They always feel like they lack something. They always feel like something is missing. Can you imagine what it's like to die and not know who your heavenly father is and not ever get a chance to meet him? And she was like, whoa, that is so profound. I said, because it's the truth. I said, there are people who are living among us who don't have a relationship with God, who, who, who and in this time, they feel this, this urgency to, to go deeper because you, you have no choice. It's just what it is. You have to always, you always feel that void in times of turmoil because you always revert back to your thoughts. It's just a natural thing to want to go back to where you came from, what created you and what you are. You know, it's just a natural human instinct know that it's just like if a mother, it's just like if a mother makes a child a child naturally wants to know who am i where did i come from who's my father it's a natural thing and even when even for me because i lost my parents when i was pretty young and whenever i'm going through certain situations i always think back on them because it's just natural as a human being to tap back into where you came from and why your 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 transition is a certain way it's the same thing for us as human beings in, it is natural for when we are going through hardships and turmoil to want to, to tap back into that, that source and where we came from, which is God. So that's really important because you said some really great things there. Um, and, and for those of you who are in a state of saying, yes, I want to tap into something greater and to God and to have faith. Uh, so Lee's perspective is really saying, you know, just know that God exists and that to reconnect with him and, and, and the desire alone, more will be revealed to you. You know, it's not something that you can get by uh, uh, people just forcing it down your throat, but it has to be a desire of your heart to really tap in, just like a father would like to know their child, like vice versa. So um, I love that perspective, Lise. That was really, 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 like you say, profound. Um, I really, really love that perspective to be able to serve people that may not know. So just as before we wrap up, because we'll wrap, out at, wrap up at 4.15 Pacific Standard Time in the next five minutes. So Lester, what is your perspective for, and what can you share with people who are also in that state? They know God. If you guys are just joining us, we have Lester Bailey from Arizona, California, uh, excuse me, Arizona, USA, and we have Lee's coach from St. Martin in the Caribbean, just sharing their perspective on faith and fear and the state of their nation uh, in this crazy time of the COVID-19. So Lester, now please share from your perspective, what is it that you may share with people who, who want to get closer to God and, you know, they go to pray and maybe they fall asleep or they, <laughs> they uh, you know, they, they don't know what to say, like, God, if you're up there, you know, save me and my family. What can you share for people who are in those positions? First, get in a, in a way that you can manifest the love that's actually put inside of your body. 
when God gave you love, when God touched your heart, he gave you a way to manifest anything that you want. And a lot of people have to understand you can manifest the greatest thing in your life. Whatever that you manifest, doesn't matter what it is, be it if it's good or it's bad, it's a place of meditation. As you meditate on life, what is the thing that you want to see the most? Because what you manifest is what you think about. It's your focus. What are you truly focusing on? Are you focusing on the disease or are you focusing on the cure? Are you focusing on the goodness or are you just focusing on the wind that keeps blowing? You know, somebody will turn around and tell you, I love how Lee says about they may not be able to see the wind or feel the wind, but they know that it is there. If, if water, you know, something so simple as water, we know water is around this whole earth. You pour a glass of water into the ground and it absorbs into the ground. But yet water from one side of this earth through the other side of this earth is all melted into the ground. If, you're not, if you haven't noticed that it doesn't soak up the earth. It doesn't soak it up because your belief is that that water is going to hold wherever that it is. Your beliefs have to be able to hold wherever you are. You cannot turn around and say, I believe and not believe. Either it's going to be the truth or it's going to be false. But you look at your focus, take your mind and actually focus on all the great things that can happen to your life. If the worst thing happened into this world and you were called to see the king, guess what? It was your time to be called to see the king. It's just, that's not going to change. You know, God has, has a calling on everybody's life. Life has been extinct several times according to history, but yet it still lives according to history. You're right here believing that you're living. What would happen if somebody told you you weren't really living a life you've been dreaming from, from the grave all of your life that you're still living? If enough people told you that, you will start to believe in that one thing. You have to work, listen to what you're starting to believe. Your faith is all about your belief. It's that feeding of the greater thoughts, not feeding on negativity, not feeding on the garbage that people give you. A lot of people are so toxic and they're, you know, they're just boiling over with toxic thoughts, toxic feelings, toxic everything. And they, just, they don't want to say, I can have the realness. Be careful of what you're manifesting. And that's my biggest thought is what you are manifesting. If you're manifesting cures, guess what? All of us together will have one cure. If you're not manifesting that, then you're going to get the world in which you've been looking for. That's my belief in God. He gives you what you ask. I love it. I love it. That's so powerful. There were so many hidden gems in there as well. And so if you're watching, you may want to just rewatch it, take some notes on especially if you're new and fresh and really have a desire to get to know what this god is and how to really increase your faith and i will share that in my final comment so i just want to give a, a big huge thank you to you both for taking the time to share your perspective on what's happening in arizona in the u.s and in the caribbean and saint martin so lise and lester i thank you both stay safe stay faithful and i loved your perspective thank you for joining the show thank you thank you for inviting us i appreciate you my pleasure my pleasure bye-bye bye-bye we going bit by bit here we go
Well, guys, you heard it. Um, we had some really, really great comments from, uh, I'm just gonna take a moment to look at the comments here. We have Terry who came on and she said, yay, so exciting. Thank you so much, Terry, for your comments. That's awesome. We have Anthony Davis who joined on. Um, thank you, Anthony, for your comments. Uh, awesome, awesome stuff for your emojis. I appreciate you. We have Matthew that jumped on and said hi from Australia. So awesome, 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 Matthew. It was great that you were able to join on again today. I appreciate it. I'm glad that we were able to get today's uh, live stream going. We have jo Johanna who, Josanna who came on and was saying exactly. So thank you guys for all your comments. I so appreciate that. Um, today was the very first uh, of a seven-day series. So I'm just going to wrap up today with a final thought. So today we really deep delve into faith versus fear and where it comes from. Majority of people out there are wanting to lean on faith, but there's a lot of people that don't really know what that looks like. We got to hear the state of the nation where we said one nation is A in faith and the other nation is A in fear. Yet we realized that they're all believing in the same thing. The only reason why there was a difference is because there is less news of negativity in the state that we say is in faith, which is a, which was Arizona today. So the main takeaway from today's message, especially from a perspective of a mindologist, we want to figure out where we are allowing our mind to focus in on. Are we focusing in on all the cases and all the data and the CNN on a constant basis, which is, you know, so there's an acronym that we, some people joke around and say CNN stands for, stands for constant negative news. But nonetheless, it is keeping us informed. So how do we go from staying informed versus allowing it to fuel our mind? And it's going to be on what you believe. Your belief is everything. I will post the video that I wanted to share today. I will post it on this page from an amazing prophet and I will tag him. Now, listen to his perspective. It's a short two minute clip on faith and fear. It totally supports what we've said here today. Thank you guys so much for joining and join us tomorrow for another edition of Faith versus Fear, Surviving the Times of COVID-19. Have a beautiful best day. Stay safe and stay faithful. Thank you for listening to the Wake Up and Live show. We stand for a purpose, mind mastery, and truth. Expect to be shifted. If this program has impacted you in any way, shape, or form, if it's hit your spirit in a powerful way or allowed you to do or to think differently, please hashtag CS Impact. Our CSI team has a goal to reach 1,000 lives by the end of this year, and this is a great way for us to monitor our impact. This program is being sponsored to you by ClearTheCrapKit.com. For those of you who want to be released from your emotional burdens and break free from your emotional baggage and really overcome your stinking thinking so we can stay focused on our goal and our lives and our God-given purpose. Get your Clear the Crab Kit today. Always remember, you have one life. Make it count and navigate on purpose.